When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes. How could it be any more fitting than a best of Monday Night Sports Talk on Tuesday, the 4th of July? Uh, hi, it's Reavers here in the uh, in the studio, and uh, I'm going to pick a couple of my personal favorites from the, uh, from the years of Joe and Pat doing sports talk together. And um, while I'm playing this first cut for no other reason other than it just makes me laugh each and every time that I hear it. So I hope you enjoy the best of Monday Night Sports Talk, fittingly, on a Tuesday. Pat, what do you think? Another CD for the bookshelf, huh? The best of Saturday morning sports talk was the last Volume one. Volume two. Was the last one referred to as the best of Monday night sports talk? No, I is believe this, it was uh, Saturday, Saturday sports morning, talk. Even though it was much the best of, of sports talk. It was the best of sports even talk. Even though much of the stuff came from Monday night. This, this is, a is more Volume updated two. version. Well, volume this two. is a little more updated kind of, kind version. Kind of interesting when I look at it. Uh, it looks like the best of Pat highlights is what it really seems to be. Well, let's uh, see here now. now Pat hates to, kids. Look at Joe hates kids you know right what? there. Of course, you know that's what? only 17 seconds. 17 seconds. Pat is all... hates kids is 37 well, seconds. Well, not only that, so. am I on the Pat hates kids one? <laughs> I think you might I say it. hello. <laughs> I doubt it. The I doubt it. Funny. Well, this is very interesting. This is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. The Rook sent me. Three well, minutes here, and hey, 25 now, seconds. It's not all Pat. Am I on this thing? I don't think that one. It's not Such all, burp. Pat. It's, see, your burp lasts longer than I do. So I, that's, got one, that, I got a tenth a... of a second longer belch than you do. <laughs> that's about it from what I can see. Railroad was, Dick, am I on that one? I, got uh, I think that was the day he was gone, wasn't it? It, it fruit, was. Fruit is that, that the day squirts. Railroad Dick and I had the conversation about the way you life know, was seriously, going? Seriously, this is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. I'm not on this thing. Uh, of course, this has always been. This has been Pat's show. It's, it's kind Didn't of... They, they uh, we the, could retitle it Best of uh, Royce. Ha- haven't the newspapers referred to this as Pat's show? And, I believe and, uh, that was the, the well-respected publication City Pages. I don't right? think I was even mentioned as a co-host. <laughs> no, it was the award-winning show of Saturday Morning Sports Talk with Pat Royce. Occasional guest. There is uh, well, we got actually Pat's Joe. story. Pat slips on a wagon. <laughs> Pat telling the story about Cruella. Isn't there one where you're at the Olympics, Joe? <laughs> Pat in the Met Center press box. That's that's pretty interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, Pat talking to Railroad Dick. Oh, isn't this interesting? Pat at the 94 Olympics, <laughs> oh, his lowest moment as you. a sports writer. 
You know, I, I'm not, I, I, am I, I looking on this? up and down this list, I believe the second most popular person on the list is Don Vogel. I and I would you say the third, third. Most, the third most is Rookie. <laughs> yeah, so. I come in fourth or fifth on this deal. But it's nice having you around anyway. Well, I, I've you know enjoyed my supporting role. You know what I'm glad to see here? We got the Verispeed. How mm-hmm. old was that tape? Verispeed that you goes the back Verispeed to mid-80s. On. Is that the one we put Vogel on the Verispeed? No, this was the original when you got it out of the box from Nando. Let me ask you a the question. Ver- the truth Verispeed will be volume three, right. and we might get a Suchi cut in Wait a there. minute, wait a minute. This isn't the truth one? It's not the truth well, one. Well, what is it? This is the original one where Pat gets on it, yeah. and he's extra wide, All right. and then you get on it and have an anxiety attack. Let me ask you a history question. Yes. When you and I first uh, were put together by the Hubbard family, yes. did we meet Senior... Did we go up? Yes, we did. And meet, wasn't it senior? We that, met the founder of the entire empire. Yes, and we didn't did. he? Isn't he the one that said, "Boys, I want you to play seventy-six trombones." He never ordered us to do that, but he gave us the tape right. and said, "This is the organ music that we used to play downstairs when they had a show down in the studio. They had a Saturday night dance party or something." And Mister Hubbard's senior, senior, right. Gave us that, and that is still the music that uh, introduces well, I, Saturday sports talk. I'm assuming that we were smart enough, in other words, to have taken <laughs> yeah. the to have taken the subtle direction. That was uh, grandfathered in for we, so long. We were only on Monday nights then, right? And uh, well, hell, it could have been Sunday nights for all I know. Could have still been Sunday nights when we first went on to see Mr. Hubbard. We started well, on a, a you Sunday. You know what it was? Artie Schreiber, the right. station manager, right? Had went had been summoned in to see Mr. Hubbard Senior Senior and was told, that "I'd sure like to hear some of this music on the air." Mm-hmm. And Artie said, "Artie I said, got, I know just I the got guys. two weedy heads that'll play it." So uh, that was us, and uh, it's you know it served us well it's for twenty now years. The, the nation's longest lasting sports talk theme. has to be it has absolutely to be. has to be certainly predates the rookie. Where yep, we? I came in '91. Yeah. Where we don't. Uh, you came in '91, and you're on this CD more than I. Do. <laughs> Aren't you on the Cruella? No, no, no. no I, I listened to it so. politely. Well, that's right. That was Pat telling that. Uh, and who's I think Lauren I the laughed. Packer fan. I don't even know Lauren the Packer. Our buddy fan. Lauren the Packer. Yeah. Fan. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Is Lauren the Packer fan? Uh, that was from the regular show. I don't even think Lauren called on a Saturday. <laughs> You know what, though? You're just sticking stuff <laughs> in here, aren't you? <laughs> For the you sake of the game. You know what? You re- they told you how much space you had to fill. <laughs> you didn't want to find any tapes. I know the way you work. And oh, you yeah. threw anything in there. You know what? They bought it all. I said, oh, the tapes are all moldy. I can't find anything. When will this be on sale? This will be on sale. Well, it'll be sold now. by the time you hear exactly. us talking. I want to tell you something. Uh, just seeing the list of things here, if we get a taste, I want a bigger taste than he's got. I want a taste I'm based on how much you're... Taste. <laughs> Behind Vogel, <laughs> Railroad Dick's Dick still with us? May no, he no, he's, as well. he may we got two dead guys. You're going to make more money than me. <laughs> uh, well, uh, everyone should enjoy this, don't you think? I think so. Yeah, all right. It's a kind of a, 
it is kind of a thrill, you know. To, you got a book on the shelf, you know. You've written a book, and yes, and uh, and it's kind of neat to go to the CD shelf and see. I'll, I'll have the best of Pat on my CD <laughs> shelf. How's that the author thing working out for you? Didn't work out quite the way. <laughs> kind of worked out the way taking those summer Saturdays off worked out. Let's not get into uh, the the dealing with publishing houses. We we don't want to. No, talk this about is that. it. This is this a radio. Is, this is radio, which has been a very kind uh, industry. Well, Pat, and, congratulations and to us. Yes, and uh, and Merry uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. We've to had all to live through some listening. tense moments recently, but it's been a great relationship. Yeah, it's not a relationship. It's not a it's relationship. Been a great, uh, show, whatever the hell it is, sports talk. Listen, you're on. Yeah, um, I have fun. Is why does Bud Grant wear brown pants with a purple shirt? <laughs> uh, drugs, I think. <laughs> Okay, um, well, I have another question. Why Go do your homework, you little creep. <laughs> You're on Sports Talk. Uh, yeah. Call in. I'll... What are you calling for, kid? We don't talk to kids. <laughs> See you later. You're on. Yeah, um, uh, what is your, come on, Donnie Beaupre's suspension? He was not suspended the second time. See you later. Oh, uh, do you think he'll be... No. Suspended? No, he didn't. Where have you been, kid? Pay attention, kid. Don't call up and ask us these nonsensical questions. I mean, you know... The big, get rid of him. Goodbye. Get rid of him. Uh, you're on. I hate kids. Hello, you're on. Hello again, Sousere Royce. There he is. Howard Cosell. Howard Cosell <laughs> reporting. First of all, I protest vigorously. <laughs> The abhorrent behavior of the Twin Cities. Every week, showing the backup game. <laughs> Never, ever showing yours truly. <laughs> Tonight, they've got Drysdale and McCarver doing the Tiger-Kansas City game. While I'm ensconced doing the Mets Expo game. What's wrong with them? I don't know. No taste, Howard. I'd rather have you, Howard. Of course you would. <laughs> An excellent taste on your part, I might add. Oh, hold it one second. What a play there by uh, Strawberry. Oh, that was Mookie Wilson? Oh, I always get those two mixed up. <laughs> oh, well. Suffices to say, I'm, I'm going to talk about baseball, but first, just let me mention my book. You know the one. I never played the game. <laughs> now, I'm not going to be like some authors who would go on the radio hyping their book, mentioning it over and over again, drumming the title of it into your heads. I mentioned it once. I never played the game. <laughs> That's the only time I need to mention it. Otherwise, I don't need to talk about it at all. Just because I'm an older gentleman trying to make a few dollars, I wrote a book called I Never Played the Game. <laughs> I'm not going to take your time on this prestigious show to badger you about my book, unless, of course, you happen to have questions about I Never Played the Game. <laughs> Howard, I think I think that's. I you. think we've got the title down. <laughs> I think that's. Uh, it's I never played the game by Howard Cosell. Now you see, I mentioned it once, and already Royce he has the title. 
<laughs> indelibly imprinted in his brain. No, that was suturing. I was, was that in? Never could tell you two apart. <laughs> Mookie and Strawberry and us two. <laughs> That's right. Very, hang on one second. Oh, look, it rains, run. Oh, no, that was Andre Dawson. <laughs> Boy, this is getting to be a problem with yours, truly. Yes. Howard, how do you answer your critics who suggest that not only do you not know baseball, but that you evidently despise it? Well, how could I know it when, in fact, I never plays again? <laughs> Whoops. Didn't mean for that to slip out once again. <laughs> Do you like baseball? That's like asking someone if they like America. It's like asking someone, do you like motherhood? Do I like baseball? You never played the game, though, did you? No, which, by the way, coincidentally, is the title of the book I've authored. I never played the game. <laughs> But, you know, today I was in conversation with Donald Fear. Mm -hmm. Have lunch with him? I had lunch with him. He had a corned beef, easy on the mustard. Now, this, you really did have lunch with Don. You didn't, this isn't one of your phony lunch deals that we read about a couple of years ago. No, 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 of course not. The Twin Cities did have the good taste to show me talking to Donald Fear. Okay. Before they switched to the backup game with the... California Drysdale. <laughs> but I had lunch. I had some pastrami with a big pickle slice on the side, as I like to do. And we talked. He was asking about my book. I never played the game, incidentally. Asking uh, why I wrote about Don Meredith, as I did. And I said, how could I help it? The bumpkin. The stumbling country bumpkin who never prepared himself adequately. Every time he'd come to an encounter, he'd be totally unprepared. I'd have to bail him out consistently, and I reveal that in my book, I Never Played the Game. <laughs> I talk about O.J. and how totally inept he is, and how dare he occupy a broadcasting booth where yours truly once did. It all comes out and I never <laughs> played the game. Well, Howard, one more time. Now, what is the title of that book? I don't believe in spouting the title over and over again. Before I before I run off to... Oh, hang on one second. Whoa, what a pitch that was. Looked like a fastball to me. Oh, it was a curve? All right. <laughs> before, before I go, yes, sir. let me be the first participant in your contest and simply say... That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Howard. Thank you, Howard Cosell. <laughs> Always a pleasure to have <laughs> and awesome. Howard Cosell awesome. calling from awesome. New York. You can hear that uh, occasionally from what, <clears throat> three to six here. Okay, the best, Howard. It's better than well anything would be better than the real Howard. But <laughs> yes. This guy is the best. Yes, Mr. Vogel. This is Ricey, and you've heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I recommend that you give Josh a call is simple, trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns, and while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are 
not paying more in fees than you are seeing in returns. Yep, that is more common than you would like to think in the investment business. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad you did. And don't forget to ask him why it is 48 minutes. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser. The lowest moment I had as a sports writer until the Indian nickname decision was... uh, uh, when I was riding in Calgary, and it was supposed to be the Winter Olympics, and it was 55 degrees, mm. and the hockey team had been eliminated, and the men's downhill was over, and uh, I'm riding up a ski lift with a uh, woman who was the U.S.'s best hope for a demonstration medal in ski ballet. Okay, and I was you were all the, the way up there, all was? the way up there, as I was answering, asking her questions. I paid no attention to her answers. My only thought was, how low have I sunk? (laughs) That I I am going to write a story about this crap. (laughs) And you were on the same chair. I was on the same chair. You're swinging your legs. And I was writing, and this poor girl was terrified, because if I had made a little move, she could be vaulted over the horizon. (laughs) And I'm saying... This is not why I got in this business. But I, I, I think the same people that put ice ding at, dancing in the Olympics put synchronized swimming. Nice talking to you, John. All right. The image is so good. <laughs> oh, I'm sitting there God. taking notes. And, and she's not, just looking I'm at you with utter terror. I'm scribbling stuff in this notebook. It oh. makes no sense. I don't care what she's saying. No, Albert Tomba's I, gone. I just, Everybody's I gone. I kind of hope that we both fall to our death, <laughs> you know? Hey. It wouldn't have bothered me a bit. wouldn't have bothered me a bit if I'd fallen off and crushed my skull at that time. <laughs> Would have been just fine. <laughs> and that's what the Winter Olympics are all about, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> And I get to go again. <laughs> and that's why we're big time <laughs> sports writers. Do I like fruit? Somebody I love said. fruit. Now, why did somebody say I, I love like fruit? I said, I don't mind fruit, but I don't like anything that squirts. <laughs> <laughs> I like a banana. Oh, you don't want to get And an apple if I have a knife. <laughs> If I have a knife so I can cut it off, you know? I don't like anything I don't like any fruit that squirts. You (laughs) bite in and it squirts. I don't like a fresh orange Uh that squirts. Pineapple squirts. (laughs) Pear squirts. I don't like any fruit that squirts. You like grapefruit. Yeah, but you got to cut it in half. Yep. And, and you, you got to dig do it. them kind of out. You have to have I'm not somebody just do it. Squirt. No. You, know? you can't just rip them open and let them squirt. <laughs> I don't like fruit that it's I I got to tell Could you, you this. Could you name me a fruit that <laughs> doesn't, that doesn't squirt? A banana does not squirt. That's not a fruit. That's a legume. <laughs> Well, it's I got think. phosphate in it. <laughs> it's a mushroom. Somebody once told it's me a, they had 
phosphated. They're good for well, you. Well, then how come when I'm at the store? Do you know an airplane? Well, how now? come when I'm at the store, it's in the fruit section? No, it's probably a fruit. Okay. Do you know on airplanes now they give you a banana? Yes. This is not do. what I have in mind when I'm flying. Don't give me fruit. But I must say, especially I love fruit that squirts. <laughs> oh, I hate fruit that squirts. Is it because that. of the mess? It's the concept. <laughs> like it. I don't know. No. You know, remember the guy in diner who didn't like Bonanza because it was on color TV? It's not for me. Well, fruit that squirts is not for me, I'm sure. Do you tell your suit story tonight? <laughs> tell these people. Well, hang on, because you'll like this. I'm sure you've heard it. But tell these people. No, heard it. No, how many of you people have heard Patrick's suit story? <laughs> Not as not many at all. Tell your story. No, ten, twelve years ago, I was still drinking. I want to yeah. point out I was still drinking. And I went in. I didn't have a suit, and I had to go to somebody's wedding or funeral or something. So not I, that there's much distinction <laughs> there. <laughs> and anyway, I bought this gray job, right? Large gray job with suit. Uh, suit. With the, uh, it was kind of red checks in it. I thought it was rather uh, nice looking. And then the lapels were solid gray, you know, while well, the checks, really big. checks were the other thing. <laughs> and uh, the entire coat looked like a 1957 Pontiac. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, so uh, about a year later, I'm going to buy another suit. And it's the end of the year clearance sale, right? So I go into this guy and say, uh, you got anything you want to get rid of? And he takes me over to the rack and pulls my suit off and says, yeah, we've been sitting on this turkey for about a year. <laughs> I didn't buy it. I didn't think I should have two of those. <laughs> oh. Born St. Cloud, right? Yeah. The Augie and I. My dear friend Mike Augustine and I had a few cocktails. Decided to, we live in a trailer you and Augie? No, 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 no. You and the wife and my the baby. My wife and uh, myself and the baby. Yeah. The baby. And we decided to get a pizza and go home and maybe have a little pizza. But it's only about 2.30 in the morning. So it's, it's the blush of the blush of the evening, not ready to quit drinking yet. So we get home about 2.30 and we decide, well, you know, the baby, he's about one then. Jimmy's about one. They said, hey, you might want some pizza, you know. Let's go ahead and get the baby out. So... <laughs> I go ahead and reach over and grab Jimmy out of the crib, right? Mm-hmm. Turn around, take a step. I'm in this dark room in there on a linoleum floor, you know, this cheap trailer. My right foot goes in this wagon that the kid has in there. And there I go, airborne, holding this baby, holding this year-old who's sleepy, wondering what's going on. And I'm about the same size as I am now, big. And I go, airborne, come down on my back. That trailer shook for about an hour and a half. What did the, I want to a little know, woman? What did a little, little woman, woman have to say hot? about that? Uh, well, you know, I, I had a good explanation. You know, we thought Jim might—he was awake anyway. You know, <laughs> we thought he might want some pizza. <laughs> you have to perform some sort of gymnastics to keep from. You would land on a kid. You would have well, killed him. That would have been. wife really would have been mad. She would have really been out of. So okay. you did you like flip around in the air to stay oh, back tight? on tight and said, get ready for this. This is gonna be quite a trip for you, son. <laughs> Bang! Oh, I'll never forget that. Did it knock the wind out of you? <clears throat>
I don't know. I just hold on to that baby so hard, hoping I didn't kill it. Oh. I, if I did, I knew the mother would really be mad. I think, uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, six years ago tonight, <laughs> I uh, went in the building with him and said, keep him here. Do a lot of room. Whatever. Don't let him out till he's ready. We'll go right to this man in Moscow. You're on. Good evening, Pat and Joe. Hello, sir. Joe and Pat. Yes. You know, I had to brush a tear from my old tired eye mm -hmm. yes, just sir. now. Yes, sir. That was the actual chat on the line, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, it was. You know, hearing hearing the actual Chad Hartman, mm -hmm. I felt I felt sort of like when me and Henry put detente together <laughs> many years ago. Hearing hearing Hartman, one of them, talking to one of you. Yes, sir. It really was quite a coup. It was beautiful. Well, I've been over here with uh, Gorby, yeah, as I like to call him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I've been trying to interest him, among other things, in uh, American sports. Right. And I asked him if he liked baseball, and he he said, well, he didn't think they could play baseball in Russia. And I said, why not? And he said, because nobody's ever safe. He sounds like quite a wit. Yeah. And, you know, then I pulled it on him. I said, you would have loved the 75 World Series. Remember that one? The Reds and the Red Sox. <laughs> well... Mr. President, you're in a pretty good you're mood. You're in a pretty good mood tonight, aren't you? Well, I, uh, you know, a little 110 proof vodka never hurt anybody. <laughs> <laughs> How's Mrs. Gorby? She's kind of attractive for a ruski. <laughs> she, uh, she is a little doll, you know. Uh, <laughs> I remember one time Gorby had to leave the room. Uh-oh. Well, never mind. You, you scamp, you. <laughs> I, I know. Well, you know, after... After what I've done to Pat for so many years in the rest of the country, what's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pour a little bit more of this vodka. Hey, Mr. President, have you gotten to see any of the Goodwill games? Uh, Goodwill, I I have uh, gotten to see briefly the Goodwill games, but I really don't care about them. No. Baseball is still my sport. Mm -hmm. The American pastime baseball. You know, one of the things I like about baseball is when they have those guys, those pitchers out there, you know, that are sneaky fast. Yes. I like the sneaky fast ones. <laughs> and I also like Ricky Henderson because he steals. <laughs> I like those kind of guys, too. Thieves and uh, sneaky guys. That's right. And then I tried to explain to Gorby about, wait a minute, there's Mrs. Gorbachev. <laughs> hold, hold on, baby. <laughs> I'll be right there. Your trickster will be right in. <laughs> oh, da, da, da yourself. You little pinko. You little pinko. I just love her. She's got a great sense of humor, too. <laughs> Wish I could tell you what she called me. <laughs> oh, don't. Uh, what were we talking about, Mr. President? Well, I was saying, I was trying to explain to Gorby about football and my favorite football play. What is it, of course? I'll, I'll give you guys a little Nixon trivia. The quarterback sneak. Exactly. <laughs> Get on that man a cigar. <laughs> is that the one you used to call George Allen with? That's the exact one I used to call George Allen with. I'd say, George, quarterback sneak. He said, Richard, but it's third and 23. 
I said, I don't care. It'll work. Where's my vodka bottle? Well, I'm going to have to let you guys go because uh, this is Gorby. <laughs> she just gave me that, that eagle eye. Is she wearing one of those big fur hats over there in the middle of July? Oh, I'll tell you one thing, though. That's not all she wears. <laughs> See you later, Goodbye. Mr. Uh, See you. Goodbye, Trickster.